Hey, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Duncan James McKay, and with me, as always, is Bronson Bradley Cornelis. Howdy. Majestic. Majestic. That's right. Majestic Bronson Bradley Cornelis. <laughs> no. Oh, no, hey. No. Oh, what's this? In the corner, over here. What do we have here? Wow. It's Tanner Jaron Albertson with his fly fishing rod and his bait and tackle, all ready to go, plunging. I actually really like your shirt today, Tanner. It's a cool, just... Yeah, it's plain, plain white tee, you know. Good band. Yeah, fresh. Also, good shirt. Which makes this hard questions the podcast. <laughs> Welcome everyone. <laughs> Felt like you pushed that podcast out, like you, it was like painful, like the you almost podcast. didn't want to admit that we were making uh. a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a little uncomfortable. I'm yeah. sorry, it's uh, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Gaffigan in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't feel very good. <laughs> Hot pocket. Anyway. How's your day been, Duncan? Uh, it's been good. Yeah. Yeah? It's just, uh, yeah. Have you been sparked by incredible ideas that we've written down in our podcast? Oh, I've been sparked by many things, but luckily none of it's been fatal. That was... Did you write that? Because no. that was really good. No, that was <laughs> totally unprompted. Thank you. <laughs> well... On that bombshell, <laughs> it's time to end. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Yeah, we'll see you next week. <laughs> okay, actually, no. Let's no. talk about the topic today. <laughs> yeah, good deal. Well, we've, we've Go butchered for it. that whole intro right there. You introduce um, us. Okay. So, Duncan, mm -hmm. have you ever been on Facebook? Mm, I have. Y yes, I've been found once or twice to surf. <laughs> <laughs> click through Facebook. You're just in, in the, the shed in the backyard. Your mom opens it up and you're just on Facebook just like scrolling. Nothing. Wishing people happy That's birthday. <laughs> 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 no. Clicking on clickbait ads and whatnot. <laughs> I use Facebook to stalk people. So uh, if I don't know who you are and I just know your name, I'll stalk you on Facebook. Yeah. It's, it's good for that. Yeah. It's good for that. Mm -hmm. Well, back in the day, back so in creepy. many years ago, okay, probably 10 years ago, I also used to frequent Facebook. Okay. I played a lot of Farmville. Oh, yeah. And I also, one time, I took a test on Facebook. You know, like those quizzes that's mm -hmm. like, who, which celebrity are you? Was it your dress size or something? No. Or like your prom dress? <laughs> <laughs> so th the test I took was how I was going to die. Ooh. Isn't that nice? That's grim. You fill out a bunch of random questions like your favorite color <laughs> and like what position do you sleep in? Like <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of worthless stuff. Wow. And they spit out a random way that you're going to die. Right. You like scan in your palm too and it reads it for you. <laughs> like, there's going to be a pool. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> no, those old tricks. Sorry. Totally um, uh, no, 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 detracting from your message here. Um, I'm not going to ask you the question because I know you know the answer. But okay. the way that I was told I was going to die was from spontaneous human combustion. <laughs> That's right. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it, ha it has ha yet have had to happen. That was clumsy. It ha okay. has yet to has happen. Has happened yet. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. I'm, I'm glad. Cause yeah. Because we'll come to find it's kind of a it's pretty terrible. gruesome way to die. So, for or those of you who haven't heard of spontaneous human combustion, let's uh, let's write it out for you a little bit. Let's mm -hmm. let's kind of 
let's kind of give you the lowdown of what mm-hmm. it is. Okay. Yeah. So, first off, it's really rare. This is going to say that right now. Mm-hmm. Since the 1600s, there's been about 100 reported cases of it. So it's like, we're not talking about anything big here. This isn't like cancer or anything. Okay. So this is what it is. We don't know what it is. That's right. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but let me tell you what we do know, okay? So normally, um, people are, this is a um, something that kills people, spontaneous human mm-hmm. combustion. People are found in their houses normally um, by themselves, sitting in a chair or in a bed sometimes. And when I say people, I mean the only thing that's found is normally their limbs, their two legs, two arms, and that's it. And the rest of it's just kind of a charred yeah. remain. So I don't know if we uh, we preface this, but this this episode is going to be a little bit more ghouly. Yeah, just it, just a bit. There there are parts that could be kind of grisly. So those of you with weak constitutions, you can go ahead and skip <laughs> forward in the podcast. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so yeah. um, these people are found charred, basically, mm-hmm. and. Um, it has a couple of like factors that lead to it being spontaneous hu- human combustion instead of just being like a house burned down and somebody burned in it. You want to tell us what some of the the characteristics are of it, Duncan? Yeah. So there's so there's a couple of theories that have th- you know that have been proposed, but um, uh, so as as far as how the bodies are found in corners, you know, try and uh, piece together the pieces, <laughs> literally and figuratively. Yeah. Um. So mo- in most cases, not all, but in most cases, um, the torso is almost completely charred, completely. Like I'm like talking to to like a powder. Yeah, like gone. And then uh, sometimes it, what's left over is like a leg or an arm, occasionally the head, but um, for the most part, you know, mostly, mm-hmm. m- for in in most cases, the head has been yeah. has been burned as well. And the strange part about this is, as they can tell, as the people who are investigating this can tell, there's no reason this person should be burned to death, just their body. Like, there's no, there's not a flamethrower pointed at them. Right. There's no, they're not sitting next to a fire. <laughs> yeah. There's like, there's nothing to, to say they're not why this happened. They're not drinking pints of diesel, okay? They, yeah. They just can't pin, you know? There's like no reason. Like, mm-hmm. and the other weird thing that happens with pretty much all these cases is nothing else is burned. Mm-hmm. The chair might be a little charred that they're sitting in, um, but the house isn't burned down. The room hasn't caught on fire. They haven't, like, you know, come to a house fire, put it out, and found this person dead. Yeah. It's just a burnt person in the middle of a room somewhere, and that is pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. Are you scared yet? Uh, Sorry, this isn't a Halloween episode. This is a good Halloween, Halloween episode. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, let's talk about this for a minute. Okay. Um, there's a couple other things that kind of go into play with it, and we're going to talk about those in a second. Mm-hmm. But normally, um, when the coroners or the police or whoever it is find these people and walk in, uh, something I thought was interesting, a lot of times the smell has been reported as sweet and smoky, mm. which kind of doesn't jive with me because, like... Good beef jerky flavor right there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> because Just it's kidding, like, sorry. Y- no, you hear, um, like, reports of, like, people who have actually been burned, mm-hmm. and it smells terrible. Like, yeah. we can't handle it, you know? Like, oh, it's yeah. It's, like... Just beyond horrible. Like if you smelled burning hair, that is, oh, I, yeah. I can scarcely think of a worse smell on the planet. So mm. imagine walking into a room, seeing a burnt person, having it being sweet and smoky. 
Yeah, that that's weird. That's weird. Okay. Yeah, that's really weird. Um, another thing is a lot of times the furniture, the walls, kind of like the surrounding area where the person's in, like the room they're in, is covered in like a thin layer of grease hmm. or like um, almost like this like fatty like um, like oil on the walls, I yeah. guess is what you can say. Yeah. <laughs> so a bunch of little weird things. Let's explain it a little bit, Duncan. You want to talk about Wick theory for sure. us? Sure. Yeah. So, um, so the first theory... Yeah, uh, is uh, is called Wick theory. Um, so basically, essentially, is what it's uh, what what it uh, entitles. Entitles. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is uh, it's like a candle. So you have um, you have like your sustaining source, the 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 bit that that sustains the flame, and then the the bit that starts the flame, like the the hottest part of the flame. So for a candle, it's the the wick. The wick is is the thing that's actually burning. But the wax around it is what slows the process. The wax actually burns as well, um, but and that's why it gets smells. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. why candles smell and stuff like that. Um, but in the case of bodies, um, the body fat and muscle tissue, all that, acts as sort of the wax in this situation. Yeah. And the the wick part is mo- generally the clothes. We speculate yeah. clothes and hair and uh-huh. stuff that's easily you know, you know it's really flammable. Um, so, uh, do you want to talk about stage one of, of three, the, the first stage of the th- sure. of three? Sure. Okay. I'll, 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 I'll bring it up for you. So, part of this whole theory of spontaneous human combustion is that we're not really sure why it happens. So, this is a theory, and this could be part of it. We're going to talk about the other part in a minute. But, what this is, is... It's presumed that the person is unconscious mm-hmm. for some reason. It could be a drinking problem. It could be they had a heart attack in their chair right. or something, right? And their clothes catch on fire somehow, okay? This is like a cigarette dropped on them or they, you know, were they have a stogie. I don't know. <laughs> this is just for whatever reason, their yeah. clothes catch on fire. They're unconscious, and their clothes begin to to burn basically like mm-hmm. they get ignited okay mm-hmm. so that's like the per- first part of it and that happens like relatively quick but i think you'd have to be unconscious for yeah. this to happen or like yeah. something similar because <laughs> no you'd you notice wake up. if you were on yeah. fire i mean mm-hmm. i've been on fire before <laughs> i don't know if i ever told you about this i was grinding one time at work and my shirt caught on fire and i got and like i like started to feel it like heat up and i looked down <laughs> you kidding me? And, yeah, my whole shirt was on fire. It was, like, the flames were, like, lapping up to my beard. So I, like, like quickly hit it out, and it was fine. But it was, like, a hole the size of a baseball in my shirt. <laughs> or not a baseball. Wow. A basketball is what I meant. It was, like, a big hole. Sorry, that's not funny. No, uh, no. That's, no, that's, I, that's no. terrifying. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to go home and get a new shirt because this is just embarrassing. <laughs> Everybody could see my belly. So People thought you were just making, like, a uh, like a – a statement, a, f- a fashion statement. A fashion right? statement. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, look at his belly button. It's poking through his shirt. It's disgusting. <laughs> so it can happen. Sorry. But yeah. you definitely, definitely have to be unconscious or mm-hmm. something because I felt it like crazy. I right. knew I was on fire for sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and it, I mean, <laughs> some of the burns that you see, like if they catch it in like a recent case, like it's severe burns. Like yeah. we're talking like charring, mm-hmm. even if it doesn't go all the way through the body, like, Oh, bad. it's terrible. Bad, um, bad. so there's no way in Hades that you wouldn't wake up. That's yeah. Yeah. Step two, Duncan. So step two. Um, so basically, uh, over the course of several hours, the, uh, the heat from the flames melts through, melts the body fat and, uh, seeks, 
or sorry, uh, soaks into the clothing, and uh, you know this kind of commences like that candle effect, like I was saying, um, and uh, just keeps it steadily burning basically until the torso is completely charred. Yeah. And where all the fat in your body is, you know, is all in like your 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 torso, right? Yeah. Um, you know, uh, there's a little bit on your legs, depending on who you are. If you're really obese, then you might completely burn up. Yeah. But I mean, the whole idea is if where there's clothing, there's going to be a lot hotter flame. Right. Um, and this is why it's interesting that there's only that normally there's legs and arms left over mm -hmm. is because if you're wearing shorts or sh short sleeve shirt, there's no wick in that candle. Right. And wax isn't just going to, like, burn if you hold a, a flame to it. It's just going to melt. So right. that's why these, like, just ends of legs and ends of arms left over. Because most of the time people aren't wearing clothes that are, <laughs> right. like, full Leggings. length. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I imagine if you were wearing, mm -hmm. you know, like, just a full body suit of, of clothes, mm -hmm. you'd be completely gone. Yeah. And I feel like um, hair probably does it for the head mm -hmm. as well. Because yeah. most people have a lot of hair on their face, you know, eyebrows. Right. And mm -hmm. also on their head. So Beards. there you go. Yeah. Careful. Beards. <laughs> so basically, if you're worried about spontaneous human combustion, don't wear earmuffs or like hoodies to bed because you're just toast. You'll never be identified. That was a very insensitive joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry to all skaters and, and hooded friends out there. No, I was talking about the toast. Oh. Because you're going to oh, be toast. I yeah, you didn't even okay, realize I didn't it. Even, no pun intended there. Oh, I'm so sorry, listeners. That was... I can't believe you didn't pick up on that. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, let's move on. Okay, There's okay. no coming back from that. So stage three. Stage three is basically you'll keep burning until one or two one of two things happens. The, the fat um, is at such a low point that your clothes can't handle it anymore and your clothes will burn off. Mm -hmm. um, and then the flame will go out. Or basically until there's nothing left to burn. Okay. So this kind of supports th the wick theory kind of supports many ideas um, but the weird thing is a lot of these reported cases um, many of these people's people were never smokers mm -hmm. they like never had been said to have been smoking in their lives why would right. this person catch on fire right. in their room right it doesn't make any sense so there's another theory it's a little bit weirder but I think it also has a little bit more it also has traction okay so let's talk about it for a sec okay this is the theory that of literal s spontaneous human combustion where there's a buildup of methane basically in your in your bowels in right. in your intestines mm -hmm. and for whatever reason there's an enzyme that has proteins in it that ignites with this methane and starts you burning from the inside out mm -hmm. okay which to me is crazy to think about, but I don't think it's beyond science, obviously, mm -hmm. because chemical science is pretty, pretty robust. Yeah. Right. I think it's possible, but at the same time, it's like, if you tr have you ever tried lighting anything on fire that's wet? Oh yeah. It doesn't yeah, work. It's like stupid. Throwing <laughs> a soaking wet log on a fire, like yeah, that's a that's a fool's errand. You can't right get it there. to burn. Yeah. Yeah. And so th to me, this is just like crazy to think like my intestines are flammable. I like I almost can't believe it. Like yeah. That's yeah. crazy to me, but see, and that that kind of points to the fact that this flame is hot. You know, this mm -hmm. flame has to be like super, super hot in order yeah. to burn through a wet body, yeah. like a recently deceased body. Yeah, and or sleeping body still alive. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, so I I read up a little bit on uh, cremation, and when a body's cremated, the bones actually don't burn completely; right. they calcify. Yeah, right. And 
that that doesn't happen unless there's really really high heat or you have to pulverize the bones yeah which is really grisly really gruesome mm-hmm. i'm sorry but uh they don't find bones in like the pile of ashes yeah. it's just powdered ash and some limbs that and are not limbs. burnt at all crazy which is crazy. just it's nuts to think about and i think the chemical reactions going on are something that we don't understand yeah because this is like it only we only have about a hundred reported cases of it, and that's mm-hmm. it. We don't get what's going on here. Yeah. We can't pinpoint it, but <laughs> it's more than just that. I mean, like mm-hmm. for it to just burn your body and not burn the chair you're sitting in and not burn the house Crazy. around you, nuts, Jeez. nuts. You want to s- s- tell the the bathroom story? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was one reported case where um, a man was uh, was found who who had spontaneously combusted. Um, he was in the bathroom while it happened. And they say he either fell asleep or something like that. They they basically pointed it to tobacco. Okay. Um, so, like, he was smoking a pipe or a cigarette or something. And his body combusted. And the only thing that was found was his arm. And there was a hole in the ground. And in the basement was his foot. Yeah. So, somehow, his body had burned almost completely. And his leftover foot fell through the hole that he burned through the subfloor upstairs. Mm-hmm. And his foot landed downstairs. Blows my mind. So I'm imagining, like, maybe he had a sock on. Okay. Yeah. And that was burning with the fat. It It's on the floor, obviously, because that's where your feet go. Yeah. And it's just slowly burning that. It's not really burning it around it. It's just kind of, mm. like, melting a hole through it and then just flump, falls right. through. But it doesn't catch the house on fire. <laughs> what yeah, the it's nuts? It's hot enough to burn, like, a hole through, you know, like a wooden house. And w- without any, like, collateral damage. Yeah. Like, it just just burns a straight hole. What in the world? What is happening? So nuts. I just, Crazy. It hurts my head so much. <laughs> so we talked about this a little bit before the podcast, and we think the reason the house isn't burning down, the chair isn't burning down, is because, like they say in, in some of those cases, like there's that oil, that grease on the mm-hmm. walls. That's the body fat, the vaporized body fat. Mm-hmm. Like you and me, we used to work at JCW's, which is a burger <laughs> place. Yeah. And you have the grill and above it everywhere I'm there's never gonna eat there ever again there's grease on the walls <laughs> <That's> disgusting <laughs> i'm sorry for ruining the board. but like there's grease on the walls and it yeah. like it's like stuck on there it's just a thin layer of it yeah but that's what's happening here and so mm-hmm. that makes it flame proof i guess i but it's just that's nuts it's it's gross it's weird yeah crazy and it's just like so out of left field just crazy it's to think so about nuts and i just don't i I don't understand. Well, obviously, I don't think many people do. If I mean, we have theories as to what this is, but no one can like pinpoint like, oh yeah, I saw it happen from start to finish. Yeah. This is and that's the thing is sure. they s- they'll sh- they'll still not surf it. It's even a thing. Yeah, like, they're s- they're still like, eh, we <laughs> yeah. think so, but yeah. we can't prove it. So we can't prove it. This is the Sasquatch, basically, of like the of, of unproven deaths or like yeah. the the uni- you know unidentifiable yeah. causes of death. Yeah, I agree. So. Crazy. Let's talk about some figures for a second. Okay. I did yeah. some I did get some uh some figure crunching here. Um humans, as far as we know, have been smoking tobacco for about two thousand years. Okay. And for for my money's worth, I'd say about fifty percent of these spontaneous combustion no, I'd say about seventy five percent of them are probably from smoking tobacco. Mm-hmm. Or like cigarettes. Yeah, right? I think that's maybe twenty five percent are like legit spontaneous human combustion nuts. We don't know why. Anyways. For about 2,000 years, we've been smoking cigarettes, okay? And f- in the last 2,000 years, it's estimated that about six point f- no, 64 billion people have lived, okay? Um, 
And since, since there's been about 100 cases reported of spontaneous hum, human combustion since the 1600s, we could do a little bit of math here, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, that gives us about 500 people in 2,000 years since we've been smoking cigarettes, okay? And right. I, I bet before that there was maybe one case, okay, of something random that happened. But mm-hmm. my money is on the, the cigarettes and, like, that time frame, okay? Yeah. And maybe even the, the combination of cigarettes and, and, um, and alcohol, mm-hmm. possible combination there. Anyways... Um, so if everybody on earth smoked like crazy, um, you would have a one in 128 million chance of dying from spontaneous human combustion, <laughs> right? That's good. That's comforting. Yeah. But <laughs> even better, most people don't smoke. Okay. We've mm-hmm. gotten out of it these, these last years. And especially when you stretch it over 2000 years, there was times when nobody was smoking mm-hmm. at all. Okay. Right. So I did a guesstimate. I just said 10% of people over the 2000 years. Um, if they were actual smokers, gives you about a chance of one in 1.28 billion of dying from spontaneous human combustion. Wow. So nice. it's pretty rare, Yeah. which is good. So don't fret, my pet. Not at all. You're at safe. <laughs> <laughs> You're safe. You're at safe. You're don't at worry. Safe. But uh, the other interesting <laughs> thing, I think that brings it into a little more perspective, if there's been roughly five, just gonna, I'm guessing 500 cases in the last 2,000 years, that means once every four years this happens to one person on mm-hmm. Earth. Once every four years. Crazy. So, I mean, kind of scary to think about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't go out there spontaneously combusting, children. Yeah. Because it's terrifying. And don't wear hoodies to bed, okay? <laughs> Remember that. <laughs> just so nuts to think about. like. So crazy. Yeah. You, you really should... I'm showing Duncan this photo that Tanner just showed me. Mm-hmm. You really should be dressed like that if you're going to... Definitely. If, you're gonna if go you want to be safe. If you want to be safe, yeah. Y- you dress sure. like this. Okay, so... Proper apparel. <laughs> Let's, uh... <laughs> do you have anything else to say on spontaneous human combustion, Duncan? Um, well, actually, I, I kind of wanted to throw in there that there have been some reported cases of, like, um, non-living things catching on fire, so, or spontaneously Oh, really? Combusting. I didn't see that. So, like, hay bales... Um, are so it, if there's a pile of hay that gets rained on or something, or y- you'll oftentimes see it in like a compost pile in, in the yeah. winter, you'll see it steaming. Right. That's because the bacteria is breaking down um, all the the biomatter. You know, y- y- uh, the the uh, what am I it's trying to say? It's breaking the, stuff the down. The biomass, yeah, yeah. it's breaking <laughs> stuff down, and in the process, it's ca- it's creating heat. Right, and it can actually reach a, a high enough temperature to you know, cause fires. Yeah. So hay bales have been reported to catch on fire. Same with oily rag containers. Oh yeah, all the time. Stuff like that. Yeah, all the time. Um, but so what you're trying to say is like it's possible. Yeah, and we we understand those causes. Yeah. It's just when it comes to like people, we we just have no idea. Yeah, we because like methane, we don't produce that much of it. We produce a little bit of mm-hmm. it, and the amount of bacteria in your stomach that is gonna react with that is like nothing but right. at the same time why don't cows catch on fire they create way more right. methane or than we do any other animal out there yeah. you know like it, <laughs> i don't know it it's a mystery it is it really is uh it's a good little mystery though i like it yeah i uh, we'll keep it okay <laughs> so for some good conversation <laughs> <laughs> let's uh let's talk about your thing and at the end we'll just kind of briefly okay like, go over my my hard question that i want to talk about but let's go with yours first okay so, you want me to introduce the question? Please, yeah. Okay. So, my question for this week is, why is personal space a thing? Why, why? indeed. <laughs> why? Have you ever thought about that? Like, for, for us men out there, mm. okay, when you go into the bathroom, there's three urinals. 
there's one guy on the left side, the far left left hand side. Where do you go? Where do you go? Not to the one next to him, but the one on the far right. Of course, unless yeah. you are. Uh, I don't even know what you, that's unclassifiable if you do that <laughs> if you yeah. go next to him. especially when you go into the airport and there's like 10 of them yeah right? if you go right next to him that's like creepy yeah that's there, there's like an unwritten <laughs> law that like there's a pattern that you go to you go, yeah you go to the farthest that you can and then the other person goes as far away as possible and then the next person splits it down the middle and right then you just repeat that pattern right. until there's no more urinals which never happens because yeah. it takes five seconds but and th- there there's like an ex- like an exceptional space or like er, not an acceptable exceptional acceptable space is what i'm trying to say yeah uh-huh. so like two stalls two stalls away that's fine that's you fine. know yeah. maybe if there's 10 stalls and he goes two stalls next to you that's a little weird but not as weird as if he was just like right next right to you next to you yeah. breathing down your neck <laughs> how's it going <laughs> you getting it out okay <laughs> go away okay <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's personal space that's that's our intro for that why is it a thing why is it a thing um, and so there, there's actually a study called proxemics that's uh, studying why, you know, the, diff- the, the distance between people mm-hmm. and why we keep the distance we keep with certain people. Yeah. Um, and it all kind of boils down to space differs with relationship, with your, you know, your uh, relationship with a person. Yeah. Um, would you like to talk about the uh, diagram we have here? Sure. Yeah. So we have a bullseye mm-hmm. of a picture right here. And it goes like this. In the middle, there is a person standing. Mm-hmm. Pretty simple. And then there's different rings, like a, like a target, mm-hmm. and going around this. Okay, the, the biggest ring, the first one on the, out, the outer rim, that you only get one point for. It's pretty boring. Mm-hmm. Public space, right? Mm-hmm. And this is like anywhere between 25 to 12 feet, more mm-hmm. or less. Just kind of like out there. Like, I accept that you are around me, but... This is right. public. This is the P space that we yeah. were just talking about. Yeah. yeah. Stay away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get away, please. And it's called public because it, it's like open for everybody. That's mm-hmm. what public means. You know, it, everybody yeah. gets a chance at it. Mm-hmm. And so this is something that's acceptable mm-hmm. to the person at around this, this length mm-hmm. that's, you know, I allow these people to be around me. Right. And that's absolutely no personal connection to the person at all. It's right. just like random stranger. Sure. So. Yeah. Okay. You want me to keep going? Uh. I'll I'll do the next okay. one, then you do the one after. Okay. So the next one is social space. This is for like say your classmates or something like that. This is this is what we were talking about. Like like if if someone from your class that you you're kind of acquainted with, they uh, you know you're peeing in the far left corner. There are ten stalls. They come two stalls next to you. That's that, okay. That's fine. That's fine. You're you're you know you're acquainted. You know each other. That's all right. That you can a, pee in peace. Um, and the space for <laughs> you can pee in peace. Yeah, <laughs> pee and pee. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so social space. Um, the uh, just the approximate distance for that is about f- four feet, or uh, for our European friends, one point two meters. Right, thank you. Thank You're you. welcome. Yeah. But of course. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk so about personal space. Let's do okay. it. Personal space um, coming in at one point five feet, or about half a meter. Mm-hmm. Okay, which is not that big like if you pull out a tape measure and measure a foot and a half it's not that it's not that big so this mm-hmm. is like people that you're going to be around like you're standing at a party with a group of friends or with family maybe you're going to be next to somebody like you're not mm-hmm. going to be shoulder to shoulder with them but you're going to be next to them talking with them maybe this inclu- includes like brief interactions like a hug 
handshakes right or yeah. like some kind of exchange of something i don't know mm-hmm. but like or like a kiss on the cheek like many <laughs> cultures do that you know kiss on the lips maybe yeah but i w- whoa <laughs> depending on culture whoa <laughs> i'm just saying Sorry. i wouldn't consider this like the 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 most intimate space though because it's mm-hmm. like if somebody enters it for a second and then they kind of back out that's mm-hmm. why i think hugs and stuff goes into personal space right yeah yeah because they're not like staying there mm-hmm. right so that's that's my take on personal space yeah yeah you're, i think you're spot on with that and the last one of course is our well-renowned intimate space intimate space 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 space, space. <laughs> <laughs> which is uh the space that you share with like a significant other so uh, like and the sh- space you share with your bacteria that's right. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> with your clothes, how about? The space you share with your spontaneously combusted body. Oh. fat burning. <laughs> Yuck. Okay, this is going all kinds I'm of sorry, crazy. Sorry, sorry, keep going. That's <laughs> okay. Um, so that's like anything less than 1.5 feet, so a foot and a half, yeah. or 0.45 meters. Anything less than that, that's considered intimate space. Yeah. And if someone's in- intruding your intimate space, like is like, giving you a creepy hug from behind that's like that's intrusive yeah so we've talked about space and how that correlates with other people in relationships but we haven't really pinned down why just yet why we haven't i i have my answer can i make a quick note absolutely before we move on go for it i want you to take all these figures and just add a zero to the end of them, and those are my specs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have 250 feet, 120 feet, yeah. 40 feet, and uh, 15 feet. 15 feet for personal yeah. space. Yeah, intimate space is anything less than 15. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you are all over my intimate space right now. Oh Morgan. my gosh, I have like an exception rule. Have okay. you ever been on like Chrome and you have to like? Like ad blocker, you know, some or like pop up blocker. Yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. you need a pop up for yeah. whatever website you're on. Mm-hmm. So you have to like allow exceptions. You're the exception. Thank you. That's but I want you out sweet. of here as soon as possible. Yeah, me too. I don't <laughs> want <laughs> that being said, I don't want to be in your intimate space. You kidding? That intimate space is for lovers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Sorry, keep going. I don't know what you were gonna say, but no. I totally ruined it with that. <laughs> you're good. So basically, uh Personal space comes from way back when, when we were dragging our knuckles on the ground and we had sloped foreheads <laughs> and our names were Jug Jug and Doug Doug. Back when a screw was a screw and the wind was all that blew. That's <laughs> absolutely <laughs> right. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, precisely. Uh, so... In this time of uh, of our development as humans, we uh, we started to realize that our personal space was something very important. But why? Have you ever? So, if you think about it, um, we shared personal space with like clans members and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, you had a wife. Uh, what would that be like? Jug jug get. Jug 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 get. And she like part of a, a rock band in the eighties. Jug jug get. Yeah, she had a big feathered mullet. Yeah. Sweet. Awesome. <laughs> Baby. Um, so basically, this is so there's a, a a part in our brain called the amygdala, and that's where that's where our sense of personal space lies. Okay. Um, so basically what happens is the amygdala releases chemicals 
um, that either alarm you or calm you down. They're like, okay, it's this is okay. Like I'm okay, I'm okay with getting pat on the shoulder by this cute girl. Like that's fine. But if a guy's next to you in like a in the like right next to you in a stall, like peeing, you're like, error. Amygdala's like shooting fireworks or like flares. You know, like go away, <laughs> don't touch me. And that is the way it is because if back in that day we just shared personal space with any living creature, we would have been mauled by like saber-toothed tigers and all kinds of animals. Like we have learned to develop like a, a, a respect space. So yeah. like, I like that. There's like a that, that's very millennial esque. A respect. A space. respect space. Yes. <laughs> that's right. Stay in your respect space, kids. <laughs> So, <laughs> if you intrude that, animals will attack you. If you keep your distance, you'll be safe. Mm-hmm. So, and the closer you are to someone, the more you trust them. Like a dog, you know, over the years, we've, <laughs> our dogs have become man's best friend. And then they start licking you on your own tongue and things get weird. Mm. And don't let your dog lick all your kinds mouth, please. <laughs> breaking all <laughs> kinds of bubbles there. Um, but basically, so that's where personal space has come from. Yeah. That's the why behind it. Okay, I have a question for you. Yeah. Why do we still have it? We are, mm. as a society, pretty dang safe. Like, I see if you're, like, in Chicago, you got to have your personal space for that safety mm-hmm. reason. But, like, living out in the middle of nowhere, why, like, when people get together, that personal space still exists. Why mm. hasn't it, like, been, like, kind of taken down a little bit? Well, that's a, that's a really good question. And I think to some extent... Um, it changes as as far as where you are, where you live. If you're if you're from Montana, you're used to really open spaces, and maybe not being a r- that close to people that you don't know, then obviously your personal space bubble will be a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like you said, if you live in Chicago, that personal space bubble will be like, greatly diminished. So you'll you, you'll be a lot more comfortable walking in public. I also feel but like the outer layers of it, like the the public space and the social space, mm-hmm. like like cram in. But I don't know if you can cram in intimate space much more than it already is. Right, yeah. I, yeah, I think that's pretty... Y- yeah, that's a good point. I think it's pretty like, pretty solidified where it is. I yeah. don't know if it'll ever move. Yeah. Um, Except for me. You just had a zero to the end. Of <laughs> <it>. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Except for me. I'm the exception. I'm Remember the exception. that? Take note. I'm the one in 1.28 billion. That's right. Wow. That's the... That's the so <laughs> human combustion statistics. Sorry, I'm just throwing okay. you all over the place today. <laughs> You're good. Did that, did that answer the question, though? Yeah. I don't know. No, yeah, so I like think so. It okay. It makes sense. And So it's just like a leftover instinct to help protect ourselves. Because, yeah. I mean, people still get attacked. People still get robbed. Oh, yeah. And that, I mean, I'm sure that affects their personal space, their view of personal space as well. That's so probably true. So That's probably definitely true. Do you have anything else to say about personal um, space? I had something, but I yeah. totally forgot what it was. Okay. So well, you can come back to it if you want. If I remember it, we'll come back to it. But uh, you take it away for the next part. With my little, yeah. my little thing? Okay. Yeah. So this has just been something that's like bugging me on my mind because I just, I don't know. Here's my question. Okay. What is it about each person that makes us truly unique? Which is like, oh, you know, I like ballet and you like playing guitar, you know. You like ballet? Well... What about what about <laughs> us make <laughs> No, I don't. <laughs> okay. Dang it. Thought I caught you. Well, I mean there's nothing wrong with ballet. Oh, right, right. I yeah. just haven't gotten into it, honestly. Ballet is cool. I couldn't stand on my toes like that, that's for sure. Yeah, breaking an ankle. I can barely stand on my feet. 
<laughs> That's why I need a 15-foot radius around me at all times. <laughs> well, that'd be why. Oh, I remember what I want to talk about with personal space, but we'll come back to it in a second. Okay. Um, so what makes us truly unique? Like, <laughs> the thing that I love it is when you say, you're different, like, you're unique. Just like everybody else. <laughs> like, that's like my favorite quote That's of like yours. my life slogan. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but when you think about it, it's true. Like, I like cars, but there's other people out there who like cars. Mm-hmm. And you like playing with falcons. There's other people out there that play with falcons. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, like, yeah. is there anything that you can find that there isn't somebody out there that's already doing it or likes it as well? Mm-hmm. Like, what makes you unique? What makes you different than everybody else? Mm-hmm. I mean... Yes, you're different than the people around you, probably. Your family, your friends, you all have different things. But I bet if you looked hard enough, there's somebody out there who's very similar, if not the same, interests as you. Hmm. Um, you're you're going to look different, obviously. But what makes you unique? I don't know. Right. Like, <laughs> it well, hurts my head. Like, I have brown I hair. A million other people have brown hair. I don't know. What makes you unique, Duncan? Give me an answer. Well, okay. It's kind of... It kind of goes way back. So, like... <laughs> Wait, back <laughs> back to when a screw was a screw and the, the wind was all that blew? <laughs> That's right. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a country song. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah. I'll have to look that up know, just not, for the sake I'm of the show. I'm not proud of that country song. Okay. <laughs> I don't <laughs> well, like great. Country. Thanks for the reference. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, basically, you were born when you were formed in the womb and then you were birthed as a baby. You came out... And your parents started to raise you, right? They started to feed you and love you and cuddle you. Yeah, correct. Um, but they did the same thing to your, your siblings, right? Mm-hmm. But you grew up in a home that made you, you. So even though there's 101, maybe 100 other people out there that could have just like, they could look like you, they could have the same interests, be into cars, have an, a red beard or whatever, Yeah, all that. They they can never have the childhood that you grew up with. And I think that's what shapes you, excuse me, into like the unique person that you are. Experiences is mm-hmm. what you're trying to tell me. Yeah. Mm. No? Mm. Okay. Wait, what's your beef? I don't know. I just don't like it. Okay. I or feel like, because you can share an experience with somebody, like telling a story, but what value does it really have? Okay, you can learn things from experience. That's separate. Like, if you learn that the stove is hot, you're not going to touch the stove. And maybe there's other people out there that don't know that, but there are other people that know that the stove is hot. Mm -hmm. So what did that experience, how does that make you unique, as opposed to somebody else who learned that a fire was hot instead of the stove, but Mm. you both know the same thing, don't touch red hot stuff. Well, you, you have chosen to take it on personally in a different way than someone else has. So... Coming back to personal space, if you were to touch the stove, it would burn you, and you could you could either think like, oh, I'm not going anywhere near that, whereas a more daring person would be like, well, I did a stupid thing, I, you know, people use it all the time, I'm just going to use the stove like I always did, and just be more careful. Um, same thing with cars, like some people work on car, like working on the same car, so two people can work on it in a completely different way, right? Yeah. Is that right? But, I mean, you still have the same hobby. Same with me, like I, I'm a falconer. I may use a different call method or I may have a little bit more patience than other falconers do or maybe less patience, probably less patience. <laughs> probably less patience. Um, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is like there are little things that you do as part of your character that make you unique. 
Yeah, but you, you is there not anybody else out there who has that same character? Well, or who that do you know that has that exact same character? I don't know and anybody, but I guarantee there's somebody out there. So I'm not that unique. <laughs> I don't know. I I get what you're saying. I'm kind of sweeping it under the rug. You know, I don't no, want to. No, I I I feel bad accepting the fact that you know, like, you, I don't know. You suck, basically. Yeah. No. <laughs> you're unique, just like everyone Everybody else. else. <laughs> That's right. I don't know. I just I think it's bull. I don't think I. Okay. Yeah, I think we are unique mm-hmm. in our lives. People around us. I don't know anybody else that's like me, obviously, mm-hmm. but I don't think I'm individual. I don't think I have like perfect, mm-hmm. um, or perfectly original ideas and perfectly original mm-hmm. mannerisms and and characteristics. I don't know. Maybe that's something we could talk about in another topic, or have we already? I don't think like so. The uh, okay, yeah, we'll talk about. Uh, are there any more original ideas left in the world? Or like yeah. uninfluenced. Wait, I think we did talk about that. We did? Okay. I'll, I'll have to go back and revisit I that. think we did talk about it for a minute. Okay. We're already forgetting. We're only eight episodes in. Oh, we already forget what we're talking about. I remember road. talking about it. That's yeah. why... But I, don't know. I know we had the question written down. I just wasn't sure if we recorded it or not. Okay, now that we've but bored all of our listeners. Oh, I remember my question. Oh, awesome. Okay, yes. so here it is. Um... If intimate space and personal space are a thing, why do you let a doctor touch your junk, or why do you let like a a seamstress or a tailor like put a one of those mm. weird flexible <laughs> measuring <laughs> tapes around your leg and your biceps and your head and a piece of scotch tape around <laughs> your crotch or whatever? <laughs> yeah, why do they just duct tape your thigh? Why? Why would you let them do that if it's a thing? So that's a very good question. That's uh, so in proxemics, that's called professional space or uh, that th- that basically has to do with there's no emotional connection with the person it's just completely filling uh, like uh, it's uh, it's fulfilling a role basically or like a, a need so you allow that to happen because you you have a higher understanding of the person's motive right okay so like if if someone were to just come off like you were in town square or like uh, Times Square in New York and some dude were to just come up and start measuring your thighs, you'd be like, get the freak away. Yeah. But if you walk into a building and you're like, I would like to get measured for a suit, you're anticipating the fact that you're going to be in close quarters with this person. And so in that respect, you know their motives. You know that, you know, y- y- you don't really care that much about the person, not in like a mean way, but you just have no connection to the person. Same with the doctor. You're like, okay. this is for the greater good. It's <laughs> weird. He's down there, <laughs> the land down under, hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't bought me a drink first. I'm uh, a little, little bur- butt hurt about that. But, uh. Wrong choice of words. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yikes. Okay, so interesting. Does that yeah. answer your question? It does answer my question. I'm just thinking about like how you can manipulate other people by using that. I don't know. That's oh, the first thing that came well, into my mind. <laughs> you definitely can, like. I mean, there's plenty of cases where doctors have taken advantage of, like... No, I'm, I'm not talking yeah, about that. I'm talking right. about, like, um, you don't know any... Like, you don't know a person, mm-hmm. and you want to 
I'm not saying we want to be intimate with them, but you want to be in their intimate space for yeah. whatever reason it is. What ways can you find to oh, to get around that? To like, I've got an idea. I don't know. Get to know them. I don't know what your. I don't know what the goal is. I, mean, I didn't <laughs> think about the goal. I just thought about like, how do I infiltrate mm-hmm. and <laughs> so like trespass in their personal space. Yeah, the 15 okay. foot bubble of Bronson. Kay. How do you get into that bubble? I got an example. Okay. Ready? And a movie reference okay. at the same time. I'm so, so ready. Transformers. You know where he's in the car and he's like, "You see that disco ball over there?" Oh. My what gosh. he's doing is he's penetrating her personal space. Okay, yeah. That was terrible word no, choice. No, but that's good because at the same Okay, so this is what's happening there. Yeah. Is what what's his name? Shia LaBeouf. Uh, yeah. Is entering Megan Fox's p- intimate space. Like we all want to, of, of course. course. <laughs> with the with the goal in mind of so he's doing it in a sly way, like mm-hmm. the seamstress or the mm-hmm. doctor, basically with mm-hmm. a with a reason, mm-hmm. not just randomly, with the overall goal of her mm-hmm. being more comfortable with him in right. his intimate space, in his personal space, right. in her personal space, mm-hmm. right? It's called making the move, right? Oh yeah, putting your arm around the girl in the movie, holding her hand for the first time. Oh yeah, but for like most most um, of those exam- most of those cases, like arm in the movie and and. and hand and the girl <laughs> what am i saying <laughs> <laughs> for most of those cases you just said it's it's just like out of nowhere mm-hmm. but shia labeouf did it in a way he was pointing at the disco ball and he like did the arm movement and so she was like she let her guard down basically mm-hmm. just thinking oh there's a reason why he's doing this but at the same time she was also becoming more comfortable with him sure so yeah th- th- that's what i was trying to get at when mm-hmm. i said how do i infiltrate the personal space I, that's I don't know I just <laughs> I just respectfully think, I just think it's really consent? yeah I think it's interesting <laughs> I just I, I don't know it's yeah. just like finding ways to to enter mm-hmm. people's intimate personal space mm-hmm. without trying to harm them or anything right. but at the same time they get more comfortable with mm-hmm. you I think that's just interesting I thought that was yeah just kind of a cool little tidbit of science mm-hmm. I guess I don't know I think it, it just all boils down to motive like if they feel like <laughs> you're trying to hurt them then they won't feel comfortable yeah but if they feel like you're just trying to be friendly or maybe get a little bit more friendly and either they like you or they don't and they respond accordingly. So I don't know. That's a great question though. Thanks. I'm glad yeah. you brought it up. Glad yeah. you remembered. Glad it took me forever. <laughs> <laughs> Good dude. <laughs> Better than talking about snowflakes. If you know <laughs> what I mean? I know what you're saying. <laughs> All right. Duncan, you want to hit us out of the park here? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With my swatta. If you have any answers to the questions that we have proposed today, feel free to write us at our email address. It's hardquestionpodcast, no S, at gmail.com, or hit us up on Instagram, uh, which our Instagram page is at zenistheband, Z-E-N-O-S, the band. And before you write us a note, make sure you write HQ before the note so that we know it's uh, associated with our podcast. Mm -hmm. And uh, once again... If you have any ideas for f- future topics, uh, feel free to, free to write us. Let us know somehow. Snail yeah. mail it. And send us smoke signals from a burning body. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> and on that bombshell, it's time to end. See you next week, guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>